two thirds of Iowans believe that Joe Biden did not win the election. That's pretty freaking scary. Oh my God. Uh, Do you know what Iowa stands for? What? Idiots out walking around. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I can see that. I can absolutely see that. Uh- Welcome back to the Unrestricted, folks. Hi. I'm Vex. That's Wally. That's Hi. Bob. <laughs> Right. How are you guys doing this week? Oh, fine. Yeah, well, your team didn't get their ass kicked by God knows how many points. The score of that Dallas Cowboys game did not indicate what a blowout it was. No, and neither did uh, Dak Prescott's stat line. Right. 400 yards. Yes. Yeah, I noticed that. All in garbage time. I was telling a, a friend of mine, after that game, I can't even take pleasure anymore with, with my Cowboys fans and kind of make fun of them and rid them. I just feel bad. That was so embarrassing. I can't take any enjoyment out of it. And to boot, now we get news out of <coughs> Dallas this morning that Jerry Jones is saying McCarthy's coming back. Yep. Yep. I'm I'm blown away. How how shocked are you guys by that? Uh, initially, well, go ahead, Bob. What are your thoughts? And then I'll give you mine. I'm not surprised because of who Jerry Jones is. I mean, Jer- Jerry Jones keeps coaches around for a long time, the ones that he likes, yeah. that he can deal with. And apparently he can deal with Mike McCarthy. The bootlickers. But yeah. but I will say this, and I'm going to basically parrot uh, Dan Orlovsky from ESPN. Well, Jones and the rest of you Cowboys fans, you need to shut up about winning Super Bowls. Fine, fine. If you're going to tout the fact that McCarthy has won you 12 games every season for the last three seasons, great. That's what's important to you. Apparently, Super Bowls are not. So stop talking to me about wanting to win Super Bowls because you do not want to win Super Bowls. Well, if the owner doesn't, I guess the fans shouldn't expect it. Well, here's Jerry and obviously came out with the statement yesterday, the Cowboys. They believe that they are close. Uh, I, I, listen, I, I know as a as a 49er fan, you can laugh at that, but I agree with that statement. I think they are close. Um, they have the talent on the field, and this and, and the one thing I do hate when the Cowboys lose is that everybody piles onto the well. It's, they're never going to win when Jerry Jones is the owner. Why? Did Jerry Jones put the talent on the field? There's enough talent on that field. Did Jerry Jones give you the coach you wanted? Absolutely he did. Nobody, nobody had any problem with them hiring Mike McCarthy, and we all celebrated. We thought it was a great move. We didn't realize Mike McCarthy was terrible at clock management. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this I, I, didn't, think, I didn't think the uh, McCarthy uh, coaching was um, – the problem, this was a Dan Quinn issue. This defense was freaking awful. And and you look at it now, and what what option did the Cowboys have? And listen, I thought for sure they were going to get rid of McCarthy. They should get rid of McCarthy. But then you ask the question, well, who's up next then? Uh, you could certainly make the case that Bill Belichick would have no interest in going to Dallas. I think okay. so. Uh, you're not going to get Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh is either going to go to uh San Diego or or not? What about uh, Vrabel? That's the guy. I mean, that's I can, that, I can see that one. Yeah, that's the guy be, you would want. Be, because here's the thing about the Cowboys: I don't think it's a coaching problem. I really, really don't. Even though I don't like McCarthy as a coach, bad clock management, can't call a play in the red zone to save his life. Yeah, and that's and that was the whole narrative the whole entire season. Yep, they put up great stats, they put up a great win record, but if you dive down into what those wins were. There were still problems. The problem is culture. I, I couldn't the agree with you The problem is culture, and the only way you solve culture is you wipe the entire slate clean and you build it back up. Yeah, but I think the culture starts at the top. And to those Cowboys fans who say, Might we're be. not going to win until Jerry Jones is gone, I, I, I think there's a lot of well, validity there. Well, all right. So what is 
if you're going to fix the Cowboys, what what would you? All right, I, I can see putting Brabel in there, and I think that that solves one of the major issues on this team in this franchise is that they're soft. This team is not tough. They're not. They're just not. Um, you and know, listen. The last. Think about the last three losses in the final in the final game of the season. These last three seasons, 143 yards on the ground on on this past weekend. Three touchdowns. 113 yards on the ground and a touchdown in the loss to the Niners the year before that. And two years ago, 169 yards on the ground and two touchdowns in a in a. The first loss to San Francisco. This team is soft. They can't stop the run, and that's been a problem. And that's why you probably should have went and fired McCarthy because you continue to lose the same way. Yeah, and there was an embarrassment factor to losing at home. Absolutely. I mean, when we have hyped it up all year long that they got to be at home, they got to be at home. They were undefeated at home during the regular season, and they get the home playoff game, and they absolutely lay a turd. Where was Michael Parsons? Well, Did he play? Wh- I mean, where was that entire defense? Oh, it's awful. Those, those receivers were so open, all three of us could have caught those it, balls it, and run those It was in. a nasty Absolutely. little secret all year that the Dallas Cowboys had a hard time stopping the run. That was a nasty, yeah. well-kept secret. Um, and, it, and it came out to bear in that game. And then, you know, to boot, you have Dak Prescott having an off game. You know, really, for the first time in weeks. And what happened? And what happened with him and CD Lamb in the first half? Nobody seems to know. And it, it was really bad he to did. watch those. T- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad to watch those two guys. You know, kind of verbally hashing it out in the huddle, and uh. then they go right to the snap. And I'm like, oh, well, he's going to go to Lamb right here. Like, of course he is, because they've just had a disagreement. He's going to make sure he feeds him the ball. Well, you know who else thought that? The fucking defense. <laughs> the fucking defense knew it was going to CeeDee Lamb in the slot, and they step in the lane, and, you know. They're ready and, for it. Yeah, Dak can't throw that ball. You just you just can't. That's a that's, meatball. That's what he does. He tries to force it into CeeDee because that's who the guy he's most comfortable with. But look, you look at Dak, and, 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 and again, you, you know, you want to fire McCarthy. Okay, but what do you do? What exactly are you going to do with Dak? Deal Everybody him. wants to get rid of him. You yep. can't get rid of him. If you cut, he's got so much, uh, so much uh, cap, cap space. Yep. It's unbelievable. I mean, if you cut him, it's going to give you $60 million of dead money on the cap, and nobody is going to trade him. So guess what? They're going to have to run it back again next season. You got no choice. I know. I just wish there was a new guy at the helm. And to to make this announcement, for Jerry Jones to make this announcement, before he really knows the intent of Mike Tomlin and the Steelers, to me, that seems just a little bit irresponsible. Because if, if in fact, the Steelers and Tomlin are on separate pages and they go separate ways, that guy goes to the top of the list. He's the best coach in football. Has been for a while, at least in my opinion. And, but he, he's not leaving. He's not leaving Pittsburgh. Well, I don't think so. But I would yeah, want to know that for sure. I would want to know that for sure before I said, "No, nah, we're happy with Mike McCarthy." And I would certainly want to interview Bill Belichick. And I would certainly want Mike Frabel to come to my Agree. facility Agree. before I make that decision. To do it so quickly doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But that seems like. Just typical Jerry Jones shit. Yep. So, so if you're a Cowboys fan, I don't want to hear from you until the first week of the playoffs next year. That's a long time, man. Just, just shut up, <laughs> shut up. That's what this team is about, though. We said it throughout this whole season that the Cowboys, 
the you know you would evaluate them based on what they do in the playoffs and we evaluate them they were crappy it was worse than crappy yeah. i mean on, honestly because if they had lost and i kind of argued with you look getting to the playoffs and and winning at least one game in the playoffs is a really big deal in the nfl there's there's that's an Agree. accomplishment sure um but, but to lose it the way they lost it i got embarrassed they did got embarrassed. Uh, worst worst loss that or what happened to the eagles well that's the big question isn't it and and it, it's it's really hard i mean you're kind of choosing between two turds to be perfectly honest <laughs> and i'd rather not have either but I, I you know i don't think sirianni gets his job back in philadelphia and mike mccarthy it t- took three days to figure out that he was going to stick around that, well, that first, is weird. first of all i want that- quinn gone with the cowboys i want yes. him out of there and yes. i don't know if they're going to fire him or he's going to take a job i would ex- you know one game doesn't make a career but I would think Dan Quinn will get a job. If he doesn't get a job this year, I mean, when is he ever going to get a job? I wouldn't I wouldn't hire him. But nevertheless, uh, that's the one. If the Cowboys make that change at, at the defensive coordinator position, I think I would be happy as a Cowboy fan. Well, I think it's interesting that you put so much of this on Dan Quinn. And, yeah, absolutely, this weekend's game was on Dan Quinn because that defense was not prepared. Terrible scheme. Couldn't stop the run. Basically all season. And they can't make an adjustments either. But for the last couple of years, this has been one of the best ranked defenses in the league. It's really hard to look at Dan Quinn and think of him as an overarching problem in the organization when, I mean, they, they, look, they never used to force turnovers. Three, four years ago, they well, never. Well, that's, that's the defense, though. And they didn't force the, turno- the turnovers this, this time around. And plus, you're missing Diggs. He's one of your, your big turnover guys. I, I get that, but I, listen, I think they just have a lot of playmakers on defense, and they're going to be good no matter who the defensive coordinator is. And I, I think Quinn was just exposed this past weekend. You know, they were a they were not a great defense this year. They were an opportunistic defense, mm. and they were they were big on turnovers, right? Like, yeah. and I, I just don't know if turnovers and, are something you can completely rely on no, 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 in a you, playoff no. game against another good team. No, you can't. No, you, you can't. And that's and that's the crazy thing about about turnovers. They they are they are fickle. They'll happen, they won't happen. Yeah. You need to be opportunistic to take advantage of them, but you can't rely on them. Right. I mean I remember a couple of years ago where the 49ers weren't getting the turnovers. It just wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. And yeah, their record kind of reflected it a little bit. But their but their defense overcame it. But they weren't getting them. You can't rely on them. The the to your point, the Lions and um, uh, the Lions Rams game this weekend was the best game of the weekend. Needless to say, how many turnovers in that game? Zero, zero turnovers. That was the best played game of the weekend by both teams. And no and the turnovers. Least interesting one. Really, you thought really? so? I, I, I thought it was completely interesting. That was a hype crowd. I was. I was into that game, bro. It was, I watched all of them. I'm with you, but it wasn't, you know, that did nothing for me going into the game. I got Lions, Lions, nah, I didn't have a lot of interest. It was a well-played game. I agree with you. Uh, there was much more intrigue to the other games, I thought. But listen, wild card weekend was what it normally is, a, a blowout. Yeah. Yet five of the six games were blowouts, and that's the way wild card weekend normally is. Isn't it interesting as we kind of play this forward to this weekend, mm-hmm. and you look at the lines on these four games this weekend, I mean, Vegas very rarely gets it really wrong. 
two nine and a half point spreads, mm-hmm. a six and a half point spread, and a two and a half point spread. Have those, there's, they think there's going to be one close game. Have those lines stayed there? Because I thought I heard this I morning that they this were morning. coming down. I yep. checked this morning. Yeah, nine nine and a half. Yeah, Baltimore's gone up to nine and a half. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, is there anything there that just says, wow, that's crazy? No, I expect Baltimore. I, I would think Baltimore should beat the hell, you know, not beat the hell out of Houston, but beat them by 10 points. Okay, I can see that. Uh, San Francisco doing the same thing to Green Bay. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Tampa Bay at Detroit. Detroit, six and a half point favorites. All right, you're home. Tampa Bay's not that good. I can see that. And. Kansas City at Buffalo, but you know, uh, that's that's going to be a close game. Obviously, you would expect game. that. Yeah, yeah I, I I almost wish I didn't have a dog in this hunt because I would like to get behind the lion story. Yeah, I yeah I love that team. I think it's fun. Yeah, I think it's fun to have them be relevant. I mean, it's been forever. It's been my whole lifetime, <laughs> literally. Yeah, you would think if if there was you know the two teams you wanted to advance would be would have been the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting, though, that the Niners are nine-and-a-half-point favorites against Green Bay, and the Cowboys last weekend were only seven-point favorites. Mm. I mean, look, I I think San Francisco's the better football team between the Cowboys and the Niners. I, I think that's right. But, like, Green Bay proved some things against the Cowboys, too. I don't want to yeah. just dismiss this like the Cowboys gave the game away. The Packers were really good, and Jordan Love was awesome. No, they they... They executed a very, very well-planned game plan to start that game. Get get on the that first drive looked effortless by the Packers. It did and it was like they put they put points on the board, put the Cowboys on their back feet for some reason. I I don't understand why seven points is putting a team on their back feet, but the Cowboys played like that on their next drive. Yeah, and then did. they scored again, yeah. and then it was even worse. Yeah, and then it was over, and then, and the then it was over. Yeah, and it was over. Now. Can can the Packers beat the 49ers? Yes, they can. They they have a good run offense, but they have to play out their yards. You know, the, the I mentioned this in last week's podcast. When they got Aaron Jones back, like that's been a big deal. Yep. I, all of a sudden, their balance on offense is is impressive. And Jordan Love, goodness gracious. I don't know who was better, him or CJ Stroud last weekend, but they both so you know, I went away on uh, really impressed with both of them. Yeah, like to to get it done in your first playoff spot, first playoff start, it's pretty impressive. Well, yeah, for for CJ Stroud and the Houston Texans, not only a rookie quarterback, a rookie head coach. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Right on. They've done a, a terrific job. But you think you got CJ Stroud, young player. You got the, uh, you know, you got Brock Purdy. The, the Mr. Irrelevant as yeah. the as the quarterback in San Francisco, uh, it's just uh, it's just remarkable. Uh, the Philly collapse is fascinating to me. Uh, they clearly have issues going on internally there. Uh, I don't expect Sirianni to, to survive. I think they're meeting today, Thursday, so we'll see how that all works out. And just craziness in the Buffalo. Um, you know, Buffalo looked like they were dead and buried. At six and six, and they certainly were, and then just rose from the ashes. And right now, you know, you would expect Buffalo to come out of the AFC. I, I don't, and I'll no? tell you why. I just don't think their defense is worth a damn. Okay, like they have a hard time closing out games because they let teams back in on the Who's defensive gonna beat end. Them? I I think it's this weekend. I think it's Kansas City. Really? Yeah, that's, that's I my do. pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I I mean the Mahomes factor. Look. The Bills got what they wanted. They've been asking for a home game against Mahomes. 
you know, for, got for, for like five years. This is what they wanted. They finally got it. But you know what? What's the difference other than crowd noise? It's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. Sure. You know who's been really good in cold and windy in Kansas City? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Let's see. Where did Kansas City play last weekend and how cold was it? Yeah, right. <laughs> it was like minus 22 or something to that effect. You know, a friend of mine, a girl friend of mine, went from San Antonio to Kansas City to go to that game. I know. It's crazy. Like, I wouldn't go. No way. F that. Well, listen, I, I, I'll change that. If this was a if this was a Jets AFC Championship game, yeah, and I had there. tickets, I think I would go. Yeah, you'd. I be would there. go. You'd be there. Would you take your shirt off? No, Hell I no. saw that dude. Did, did, did you see Stupid. the guy in Buffalo? Yeah, that was in Buffalo. Yeah. Well, no, I mean th- there were shirts off at the Kansas City game, but okay. the guy in Buffalo shoveling snow in the stands and then riding yes. the snowshoe. Yes. Down. <laughs> totally pretty awesome. Pretty funny. Totally awesome. Here's another observation from Wild Card Weekend. We, I had never seen this before, but now all of a sudden we have officials on the sidelines next to the coach. When did that start? And why isn't that during the regular season? I, I, I don't think I noticed that, Walter. What do you mean? That I mean, there's so usually had, a sideline official that hangs out pretty close to the coaches. Yes, but this guy does not have a. He had a black shirt, a black top on really? instead of a referee outfit but you know was who was the uh the official that got into trouble was it brad allen something like that he was there uh on the sideline you had those sideline officials in every game you had one official standing right next to the coach so the communications were better between the officials on the field and the coach on the sideline Interesting. I don't know why that doesn't happen during the regular season. I got to look that up. I did yeah. not notice. Yeah, that. go check that out. And they and they had more and they had more what I, what I call sky reps, and it looked like they were in much much closer communication than they are during the regular season. Yeah, and it's great. Not that it, not that's that it changed anything. You still had stupid, ridiculous calls in the NFL. But listen, that's going to happen. You're going to have bad calls in any sporting event. It happens no matter what, whether it was the Spurs game last night or NFL playoff games over the weekend. T- I mean, t- t- talking talk about bad efficient. You see uh, Hurley in Arizona State. Yeah, he went nuts, huh? I did not. <laughs> so, did he lose his shit? Yo, it was good. It was Hur- a, it was Hurley a, has a, has has temper. Yeah, it yeah. was it was a classic tirade. He was like, I'm 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 not going to talk about what I shouldn't talk about. We we're, we're just the bad guys, but I'm not going to talk about it. But he keeps going. <laughs> I'm not yeah, going to talk can't about stop it. himself. Funny. Okay, Funny as stuff. you as you look forward um, to this weekend, the Texans have an amazing chance against the Ravens to really make a statement about their organization. Uh, it would be an all-time amazing upset if a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback went to Baltimore, of all places, against Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson, who's looked like the MVP, and I think he's going to win it. It would be an all-timer if they were able to do it. What kind of chance do you give them? I don't think I don't think the Texans' defense is good enough, uh, so I, I expect Baltimore to win this game. Um, the one X factor is C.J. Stroud. Can he... Uh, can he get enough points up there to keep this game competitive? Isn't it amazing how well Stroud has kept the offense rolling with them losing as many weapons as they've yeah, lost? It's crazy. It's just unreal. Um, and and another comparison to Jordan Love, it's kind of a no-name wide receiver core. Yeah. Like, well, listen, uh, the, one guy, the one guy you do know is Dalton Schultz, the uh, yeah, former sure. tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. He's sure. been the guy. Yeah, he's been great. Fantastic. I, uh, I, I, I think... Defense and and what happens with Lamar Jackson? I mean the bo- the book on the Ravens and Jackson are they wilt a little bit in the postseason, so we'll see. I mean, I 
I like Lamar Jackson. I think he is he is a much better quarterback now than I expected him to be at this point in his career. I expected him to fall. I would agree. As a running quarterback, yeah. I don't expect running quarterbacks to transition to where he is in his career. Yep. He's become a really good quarterback. This this is his chance to step up. Yeah. If D'Amico Ryan can scheme a good defense to shut him down and put him on his back foot, yeah, the Texans stand a chance. I think they do too. It's, I'm looking forward to the game. This I think the point spread is too much. I agree. I think nine and a half is we'll large. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, uh, certainly Baltimore is good enough to be able to win in a blowout. They are, right? And and their run game is different this year. Their pass weapons are better. Um, we'll see about Mark Andrews. I don't know. What's his status? Do we no know? No idea. Yeah. I expect all, all four home teams to win. Yeah? Really? Yep. Okay. So you're, surprised. you're on the Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, what makes you feel that way? I think the the level that Josh Allen is playing at right now is is maybe the best in the NFL. But he's another part of why they never put teams away. He's good for like one. What the fuck were you doing? Play every every week. Andrews. I mean, back to Andrews. Full practice participant on Wednesday. Still listed on the IR. I'll call him and see. <laughs> Anyway. Well, he'd be a big weapon for them to get back. So. If he, he's the he, listen, he's the whole offense. So if he ever got hurt in the game, they'd be screwed. But he that guy, a, that guy was... can run. That guy can pass. Oh. He's terrific. Yeah, yeah. What else do you look forward to on the weekend? Bucks Lions. I mean, it's kind of a squirrely matchup because I don't think the Bucks belong. Um, but the Lions story is pretty cool, so I'm rooting for that. I'm Niners. I think Niners Pack could be really entertaining if Jordan Love winds up just. Dropping back and throwing forty bombs, forty-five passes—that could be really entertaining. If, if they if they do the to the Forty ers early, what they did to the Cowboys, which is take the ball on the first drive, drive and go down and score. We got a game. I think we have a game. If the Niners get the ball first or score first, I don't think we do. I I think the Niners get a little uncomfortable when when they're forced to come from behind. And Purdy gets uncomfortable. Yeah, Purdy does. Yeah. I think uh, I would expect San Francisco to uh, flex their muscle and tell and, and show everybody they are the team to beat in the NFC. You know, I am very, very happy that I made that bet midseason on San Francisco to win the Super Bowl right now. Uh, because the, the path got a lot easier with the Cowboys and Eagles taking craps. Yep. It really did. I'm with you. What else you got over there, Wally? I got, I, got, I got some news and notes, and we're running out of time. Well, let's get let's get to the Spurs quickly because uh, they they uh, played last night, obviously, um, and they obviously were lost in Boston. They were never in the game, and we've talked about uh, over the last couple of weeks seeing some signs from this team that there some improvement, but the, the fans have gotten completely out of control. I mean, they at this point the fans so? can't because they can't they can't decide whether they should. Fire pop or or mail in their check for playoff tickets. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, the Spurs lost five in a row. Pop's got to be fired. What the hell are they doing? He doesn't know what he's doing. The game passed him by. Then they went two straight. And whoa, Spurs are playing really well, Wally. You better watch it. They're better than you think. They beat two teams. The Pistons and the Hornets are currently 12 and 67 combined. And people are going out of their mind. And then they get absolutely hammered in the first half against Atlanta. Come back and get within seven in the Fans are like, boy, oh boy, we got something going on here. Stop it. It makes them, they're making me, the Spurs fans make me nauseous. I think they're smarter than this, but sometimes, boy, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're doing. This is Sohan. Sohan's a player. 
Uh, really? Yeah, he's uh, he's not the point guard anymore. Obviously, that experiment didn't work. Uh, but I, I I've watched a lot of him. He's a player. I am so far from being sold on Sohan. I am a long way away. He and may him, not be a player with the Spurs, but he's a he's going to play in the NBA for for years to come. I just I don't see it, man. What do you love about him? What does he do exceptionally well that you like? Um, listen, he's still a young player, so he's still he's still he he makes big shots. He he hits threes. Uh, He defends a little bit. What is he shooting from behind the arc? Is it twenty seven percent? Like, not that he can't make one. I didn't say he's an all star. I just think he's going to be a player. He's going to be around. And listen, and and you watch the game last night. If you watch the game last night. Uh, Wemby still is in too much of a hurry with everything he does. It's still too much of a... You know what? What's fantastic? This is really interesting. If you watch Wemby in a slow motion replay, he looks fantastic. But when you see it in real time, it's like everything's in a freaking hurry. And sometimes it's, you know, he could either go to the basket and slam it right down your throat, or he could throw up an air ball. He gets sped up too easily. I I completely agree with that. For no reason. He's seven foot a thousand. Yeah, you can literally hold the ball straight up and yes. just nobody's going to get it, right? Too, too much in a hurry. Uh, look, if he's still in a hurry in three years, then I'll be worried okay. about it. I'm not worried about yeah. it. I'm just telling you, that's what he's at. Yeah. Um, A lot of reports, obviously, with uh, Deshante Murray uh, being available. Ooh, can I get in on this? So, uh, this is, uh, Atlanta reportedly wants two first rounders for, for Deshante. The Spurs obviously have draft picks to give up. Uh, I, I'm not sure if this makes sense. I, I think Deshante's what the what the Spurs need is they need more three point shooting and they need better defense. Obviously, that's been a uh, point of contention uh, the entire season. Last night they were dreadful uh, defending the three, and Deshante's turned into a pretty decent three point shooter. Yes, he has. I might do the deal for for two for two first rounders if that's what we want. You gave up uh, three first rounders in the trade uh, yesterday for. Pascal Siakam. So mm-hmm. maybe it's three. I'm not doing it for three, but I would do it for two. I got to be honest. I want no part of DeJounte Murray back with the Spurs. Okay. None. I, I, I don't like DeJounte's game, and I kind of never have. Okay. Um, He plays without speed, and I think that that's – I don't think that's good for a point guard. Um, He plays without shiftiness off the dribble. I think that's bad for a point guard. I think he has bad court vision – for a point guard, especially a point guard of his size. I like Trey Jones. I don't have any problem with Trey Jones. I think Trey Jones has got. Uh, oh, sorry. I thought you meant Trey Young. Uh, no. You mean Trey Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I think Trey Jones is okay. Is okay. I, I could, you know, I don't think that's the issue with this team. Listen, again, the issue for them, you, you go through the entire season. They can't hit threes and their defense is just pathetic. So I think Trey Jones is okay at the point guard. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm not giving up on him yet. The team has looked better since he took it over. Yeah. You can certainly say that. That's a hundred percenter. And I like he's Trey more assists than than Dejounte in his season so far. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And yeah. that's the problem with Dejounte. I mean, if you're going to pair a point guard, Walter and Bob, with Victor Wimbanyama, you want to find a guy who's really good at throwing lob passes. Yeah, that would be ideal, right? Like Chris Paul has always been great at throwing the lob. Yeah, I don't um, know who's available that's out there because you need a you need a a, a prototypical uh 
point guard. You don't need one that scores. You need like Jason Kidd. With Jason Kidd at the end of his career, when he was a decent, uh, a pretty decent three point shooter, yes. But he was more about distributing the basketball. That guy would be perfect for the Spurs. He, he would be great. And and look, there's probably not going to be. And I've looked at the free agent list. I don't think there's going to be a free agent point guard for the Spurs to land. Yeah. It's just going to have to be a guy that they find in the draft that grows up with Wimby. And hopefully that guy will know how to throw a freaking lob pass because man, they just they miss Wimby on the alley oop. Four times a game. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. Drives me a little bit nuts. Um, let me give you a news and note from my end. Right, uh, Kalen DeBear to Alabama. Good hire? I think it is. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I think we'll see. But I, I, I like him there. I think the Alabama fans are happy to have him. Like It was a popular hire for them. I think that's going to work out. Would you pay Tua after, what, after watching him again this weekend? Re- really look like unless he throws on time, he's not good. Okay, and and that's the knock on Tua. Like, what's, in, what's the choice? What's it, the alternative? Well, he's going to be expensive, right? And he's he's going to want his fifty or sixty million. Well, that's what Dak's going to get too. What's it, what's your alternative there? I mean, you know, you think about that. If you, if you don't pay Dak, do you just blow it up and start all over again? You and if you're Jerry Jones, who's a hundred years old for crying out loud, I mean, you can't. There's a guy in Chicago, a quarterback in Chicago, that if I'm Miami, if I'm Pittsburgh, if I'm one of these teams that really doesn't know their future quarterback, I'm going right after Justin Fields because I think he's a lot better than people let on. I think Chicago should keep him and build around him. Yeah. They're, yeah. St- so they're you, stupid if they go in, a, in the opposite so direction. You, so, so you're seeing what I'm seeing from Fields. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. He's, okay. he's shown yeah. you some some signs that he's got it. Um, I, I would stick with it if and, I was them. And, My, and, and if I was Miami, I would find a way to make it work financially with Tua. And stick with Tua. I'm 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 not, I'm not going to evaluate Tua mm-hmm. based on a game played in Arctic conditions. I don't know, man. You're always going to have to do that in the playoffs once in a while. You know, just happens. Um, my last news and note, and then I'll get back to you, Wally. Uh, Rodney Terry, head coach of the University of Texas, they took a dump last night, lost to UCF. I don't know if you guys saw this, but the UCF players were giving the horns down <laughs> signal. Okay. And after the game, Rodney Terry went off on it, calling it classless. Really? Get over it, Rodney Terry. That's what everybody does. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a big deal. They didn't, you know, insult your mother. They just turned your your hand signal upside down. Give yeah. me a break. Yeah, how about how about getting rid of the uh, how about getting rid of your fight song up there? It's full of racism. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's concentrate on that instead of the uh, yeah. horns down. Come on. Yeah. What else you got, Wally? <laughs> All right, I got plenty of stuff here. Let's go through them real quick. The Bulls fans booing when Jerry Krause was introduced this week posthumously during the Ring of Honor ceremony. People suck. Everywhere, no they matter where his, you go. Boot his wife to make it worse. Yes, yes. yes. I mean, yeah, it's classless. Yeah, Absolutely. Classless. Astros winter caravans coming to San Antonio. The Rangers caravan is not. Round Rock is their closest. That's just stupid. What are the Texas Rangers doing? Bring your bring your championship trophy to San Antonio. They chose not to. Yeah. I don't idea. understand that. Um, couple other ones here. Uh did you ever see the movie Grown Ups? Yes. I don't think Adam so. Sandler? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I did. Actually. All right. So there's a scene in the movie where the ladies, the ladies are around the pool, and they spot this surfer-looking dude coming out of the pool, you know, all built up and all that stuff. They thought he was hot until he opens his mouth, and it turns out he has the very he- yeah. heavy Canadian asking, yeah. you know, Saskatoon. <laughs> he died this week. He pulled a shotgun on himself and committed suicide. No, he was way. 46. Well, speaking of 46-year-olds that? that passed away this week, Golden State. Warriors yeah. uh, assistant coach. I mean, a heart attack at a team dinner. I mean, that's just how terrible. does that? It, my my question is, how does that happen to a guy that's obviously in athletics? You would think that the coach had gone through an extensive physical exam. You can't find that he's got you know a blocked blocked arteries. Yeah. How is that not? I mean, hell. I yeah, mean, you got the best doctors in the world, pretty much. You have the disposal. best doctors, but I mean, if you're a prototypical guy, I mean. It, it is it is it a done? I mean, is it truly a thing that he would have gone through physicals? Or I don't know. Or, sure, or, 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 I would think so. Or, or, why? I don't know. <laughs> because I don't, know. I don't mess around with that stuff. You you got so much money invested in these people. You got You get a, a, a thorough exam. I, I I mean, hell, I know I know my heart is clogged. <laughs> I mean, he's got to know his. And at forty, maybe at forty six, they don't care. I don't know. Yeah. That's just that was mind-boggling to yeah. me to, to so, hear that. So, so one one of my observations: Have you guys seen like the the jacuzzi bath remodel ads on TV? No. So the with the lady from the flipper house thing that got divorced, and anyway, yeah. Okay. So they do their before and after pictures, right? But in the small print on the bottom, and they actually have before and after over these shower stalls on the bottom. These are not actual before and after depictions. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> uh, the other notable actor that died this week, he was 71, was Crazy Joe Davola from Seinfeld. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Peter oh, he Crombie. Was a, he was a great character on that he show. Certainly yeah. He certainly was. He uh, certainly was. All right, a couple of, uh, let, me, let me jump through these quick. Uh, Petter, Better Call Saul. Did you ever see that show? Never did. All right, terrific show, I thought. Received 53 Emmy nominations during its run. It never won one of them. Wow. That's Bummer. crazy. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, quick one. Two-thirds of Iowans believe that Joe Biden did not win the election. That's pretty freaking scary. Oh, my God. Uh, Do you know what Iowa stands for? What? Idiots out walking around. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I can see that. I can absolutely see that. Uh, my question today would be, when were the NA, uh, when uh, not the NISD, but when were the SAISD schools built? 1930s? What is going heater? on here? They the don't have problem? heat. 70% of the schools don't have the and their boilers were down. When the hell? Boilers? Who has a boiler in their building? Are you freaking kidding me? Holy crap. Boiler? Boiler? I don't even know her. <laughs> All right, uh, I got three more quick ones. Uh, the border issue to me is being treated like it's a baseball card. Hey, if you give us border improvements, we'll give you an Altuve rookie card. What the <laughs> hell's going on with Congress? Just, uh, just a craziness. Yeah. Uh, to me, the primary season for the Republicans is over. Yeah, I think it's, it's over. It's, yeah. yeah. But I'm here. Before it began. But I heard something today that the latest polls have Nikki Haley tied with Donald Trump in New Hampshire, which is their primaries on Tuesday. I can't believe that. I, I actually I can the way New Hampshire structures their primaries. Independents can vote. If independents yes. come out and vote, Nikki Haley stands a punter's chance. Well, if that happens, then we then we might have something, but I'm not expecting that to happen. Well, uh, to me, the primary season's over. Nothing nothing happens in the Republicans until the. 
criminal trials come to their conclusions. Yeah, <laughs> we shall see. And finally, the DOJ report today on the Robb Elementary shooting comes out. What are you expecting? I don't. I don't have expectations. Do you? I. You know, people are, uh, and you hear people talking about it on the on on the television news. Well, you know, I hope there's some. You know, hope we get some accountability. You've had a lot of. You've had a. You know, half a dozen or so people get fired. Uh, in 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 this situation, I'm not sure what I and I saw the report that came out from the Texas Tribune. I think we talked about it on the podcast we maybe did. about a month and a half ago. I don't think you're going to see much anything different that you didn't already know. Yeah. If you're paying attention, if you're not paying attention, then you might be just absolutely startled out of your mind. But I'm not expecting any jarring thing to come out of this. Um, I don't know. I mean, who's who else is going to get fired down there that that should have been fired? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, but it'd be uh, be fascinating to see what uh, if anything comes out of it. God, I don't want to end the show on such a downer. <laughs> um, tough shit. We'll see 49ers. you next week. What are going to win? <laughs> Go Jets! <laughs> I got nothing. Like and subscribe. See you next week on the Unrestricted. Peace. Bye. How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh. I said the